Please join me for the call to worship. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let them praise his name with dancing. The Lord takes pleasure in his people. Let the faithful exalt in glory. Let us worship God.
let us join our voices together in our prayer of confession. Holy and merciful God, in your presence we confess our sinfulness, our shortcomings, and our offenses against you. You alone know how often we have sinned in wandering from your ways, in wasting your gifts, in forgetting your love. Have mercy on us, O Lord, for we are ashamed and sorry for all we have done to displease you. Forgive our sins and help us to live in your light and walk in your ways. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior, amen. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ and Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. Hear and believe the good news. In Jesus Christ, we are all forgiven. Then let us pray. Gracious loving God, our hearts are filled. Our hearts are filled with loss. Our hearts are filled with, with joys. You know where we are in our lives. You know what we need in our lives. You know that if we need loving arms wrapped around us, you're the first one to put them there. You know that if we are smiling, you are smiling right with us. You know what we need before we even ask, and please excuse our ignorance in asking at all. The names that we lifted up in prayer this morning are many. There are many that are thinking of themselves as they're taking another person's life. There are many that are going through medical issues and mourning. We ask that you be with them and wrap your loving and healing arms and comforting arms around all those. We ask that you give travel mercies to all those that are on the road this weekend vacationing and visiting people, that you get them to their destinations and home safely once again. We ask that you be with each and every one of us as we continue to learn what it means to be a follower of Christ, what it means to walk in your footsteps, what it really means to serve you and serve you alone. We have joys that we have new babies in our congregation, ones that hope will, will cry out in joy, and all we'll do is sit back and smile as they do that. We ask that you be with each and every one of us as we continue to follow you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
living God, help us to hear your holy word with open hearts so that we may truly understand and understanding that we may believe and believing that we may follow in all faithfulness and obedience, seeking your honor and glory in all that we do. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Our first scripture readings are from Deuteronomy chapter six and Second Chronicles chapter 29. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord with your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. The whole assembly worshiped, the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded. All this continued until the burnt offering was finished. When the offering was finished, the king and all who were present with him bowed down and worshiped. King Hezekiah and the officials commanded the Levites to sing praises to the Lord with the words of David and of the seer Asaph. They sang praises with gladness, and they bowed down and worshiped. May God bless to our understanding this reading from God's word. Our next scripture lesson comes from the letter from Paul to the Romans, chapter 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of yourselves more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, when we sang that first hymn, All Creatures of Our God and King, there's one part that has always touched me. And it's when it says, All creatures your creature creator bless, and worship God in humbleness. How do we worship God? Yes, we come here on a Sunday morning, and from, from 10 o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock, we worship. We sing praises, we sing aloud, we say prayers, we talk to the children during the children's message, and that's how we worship for this hour. But how do we really worship God all those other hours of the week? 
Now you've heard me say this before. Here's my little Hebrew, Hebrew lesson going for you. The word worship in Hebrew is evid, and it has another meaning. It's not worship like we think necessarily. It means service, service to God, worshiping God. Even in our scriptures, it talked about how the king told the Levites, you are to praise God. You are to praise God. And they did, and they worshiped, and they bowed down, and they worshiped him. We all have different ways of worshiping God. We have different gifts in worshiping God. Greg worships God every Sunday morning with his music, with his piano playing, which just touches my heart, which I'm sure it also touches the majority of yours as well. When the choir is up here singing, that is their way to worship. They worship through song. I worship. To me, this, I love what I do. I do, I love what I do. And when I stand up here, it's very worshipful for me. But more than that, when I am preparing the service, that is where I'm worshiping. Trying to figure out that, that the call to worship needs to go with the prayer of confession, needs to go with the sermon and the scriptures and the songs. That's worshipful. That's me keeping God in the forefront, keeping God first in my life. And it's when I am preparing for this service. There are deacons that go out and visit our shut-ins, and they are worshiping God. They are bringing God right there with them as they talk, and they sit, and they listen. Donna worship God, worships God when she's assisting, and I know she does so much more than that. But we all worship God in different ways. We serve God in different ways. We have people, we have little gremlins out there that do things with the lawn or, or clean the bathrooms or, or dust. And when they do that, they are worshiping God. They are serving God. When we go out and we share our stories, our stories of faith, our stories of where God is in our lives with our friends and our neighbors and maybe even with that stranger, we are serving God. When Ray helps Marie up the steps, Ray is serving God. When Linda comes in and gives her father a hug and a kiss, Linda is worshiping God. We all have gifts. We all have gifts. Jess teaches the children. She's worshiping. She's worshiping God. She's sharing her love of teaching with the children and love of the stories that she's teaching them. We all have different ways of worshiping our Lord, of, of walking in those footsteps. By leading by example, John is a numbers person. He knows when Gary says that we're doing okay and John looks at those numbers, he says, yeah. We're doing just fine. But that doesn't mean we should stop doing what we're doing. But because John knows how to read those numbers, that's how he is worshiping God, trying to keep God's house in order, trying to make sure we don't overextend ourselves, just like God does not want us to overextend ourselves. Charlie, with all of her mission projects, helping St. Edwards with 
the backpacks for the foster system or the backpacks that we're going to start doing with the United Way again, where we're going to bring school supplies in for those kids that can't afford them on their own. The two cents a meal that, that Charlie continually says and keeps us up to date on how many people we have fed, how many pounds of food we have collected, how, many fun, how much funds we have collected to help out those that are less fortunate. That's Charlie worshiping God and bowing down to God saying, I will do anything I can for you because you are the priority in my life. Our children, even though they don't know it, our children and our youth, they worship God every day. They answer questions up here when I ask them all that my famous, I have a question for you. Surprise, surprise. But they, they sit there and they think and they engage. Just by them questioning, just by them asking questions and giving answers, they are worshiping God. Dave, who sits up, in the balcony every week, trying to make sure that a recording is made so there are people who can't make it here can hear the word of God and, and listen to our worship service. That is how Dave is serving God. You see, it's not just about the time we spend in this room, in these four walls, in these walls with each other. It's what we do outside of these walls which is also so important to continually worship our Lord. You heard in the Deuteronomy, we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul. And if that becomes such a natural thing, then we will always, always be worshiping God. Now, yes, there are times when our faith is shook. I am sure those people that we lifted up in prayer this morning are questioning, where is God in my life now? The mother that lost that son, or the 25 that were hurt down in Little Rock, Arkansas, or the ones fatally killed out in Chicago, or the hospital up in New York. Those that may be going through uh, natural disasters right now with tornadoes and all that kind of stuff. They may be asking, where is God now in my life? And that's where others need to come to their rescue almost and serve them because they are God's children and they need help. Those who can't put food on their tables, not because they don't want to, not because they don't want to work. It's because, you know what, they're going through a hard time right now. And my experiences is once they get back on their feet, they give back tenfold. I loved working with Habitat for Humanity when I went on a couple mission trips with the Newtown Presbyterian Church because we would work with the homeowners, the ones that were actually getting the house. And they know that they have to give back. They have to help with the house that they're in and they still have to give back even after that. But here's the thing. They want to give back. Somebody gave them a break, and now they want to be part of giving somebody else a break. If people see us serving God, worshiping God, bowing down to God, and making God a priority in our lives, I got news for you. I think they'll follow those same footsteps. 
Now again, some of you may be out there saying, yeah, she's just crazy. She's just spouting off. But in my heart, I really do believe this. Now, when I was younger, I may not have. When I did other things, when I goffed on a Sunday morning. But as you mature, as you get older, or as you keep that faith as a child has that faith, you really do learn that God is there for us every moment of our lives in the good, in the bad, in the ugly, in the questionable, in the doubts. God is always there and will never, never leave our side. God is commanding us to worship one God, not the many gods, not the little g-gods. He's asking us to worship him so that, because we're supposed to. We're supposed to wear it on our hearts. It was written on our foreheads. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul. If you hear nothing else today, hear that. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind and all of your soul. And God will always, always be there. If you screw up, God's there. If you fall down, God is there to pick you up. God's asking one little thing of us. We're human, we falter. But God is a forgiving and merciful God, and we are to bow down and praise him and worship him and be humbled. Jesus humbled himself to his father. Jesus served his father. Jesus served his father's will, not his own. Please take this cup from me, but your will be done. We are to follow in those footsteps the best that we can for as often as we can. And when we falter, know that God is there to bring you back on that right path. Worship God with all of your heart, all of your mind, and all of your soul. And that is true worship. Amen and amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
us pray. Gracious, loving, almighty God, everything we have is a gift from you, and we return to you a portion of what you have given to us. We ask you to bless these gifts, bless the givers, and bless the ministry of this, your church, that all people and all nations may come to know your everlasting and faithful love revealed in Jesus Christ. Amen. As you leave this place, go in peace to love and serve the Lord, to love and care for one another. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you today and always. Amen. <laughs>